Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Smoke Learning Channel. In this video, we're going to look at the conforming in Smoke 2016. During this video, we'll cover a lot of conforming details in Smoke, as well as discuss various conforming scenarios. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast version of this video, then type the link displayed in your internet browser. So in this instance, we'll be using ProRes Media and a Final Cut Pro 10 XML. If you're using AAFs and DNX HD from an Avid Media Composer, you can still follow along because the steps are more or less the same. Let's jump over to Final Cut Pro 10 and skim through the storyline. There is a slate at the beginning of the edit, and the promo starts at 10 hours according to the timecode. There are also some constant time warps in the sequence, and at the end of the edit, there is a three screen split and a title. As part of the download, we have also supplied an offline reference for continuity checking. Now switch over to Smoke and go to the Media Hub. Firstly, the project I am using for this promo is 1080p running at 25 frames per second. The project settings don't have to match exactly, but it's recommended as a standard practice to keep your settings consistent throughout your production pipeline. In terms of conforming, the easiest case scenario is that the offline and online edits are done on the same system and the media has not been moved. All you would need to do is navigate to the XML within your folders. When you double click on the XML, it will give you all the information in the preview window about resolution, frame rate, etc. These can be edited via the AAF and XML import options if required. The only option in this particular case I want to bring to your attention is that there is a graphic with an alpha in the sequence. So in the General tab under the clip options, set the Alpha Processing pull-down menu to Create Matte Container. Any media in the conform with an alpha will be keyed in the sequence. Everything else will remain as expected. Now when I drag the XML clip to the library, the conform progress window appears. This shows how Smoke is scanning the various folders and linking to the media. Once this completes, the conform clip appears in the library and an extra folder containing all the conform sources is created. This extra folder is based on a default setting that can be disabled in the AAF and XML import options. I'll switch to the Timeline area and drag the Conform clip to the Timeline tabs to open it as a sequence. You could also right-click on the clip and open it as a sequence. If I scrub the time bar, all the segments are relinked and no media is missing. If I scrub to the end of my sequence, here is my layering with the title. The key does not look correct, so select the graphic and change the alpha setting to be unpremultiplied. This all depends on how the original title was created. Now there are obviously a few tweaks to be done, but the basic conform is pretty straightforward. Now I'll delete everything that I have done so far and set up another scenario. So this time, the media was moved to another location. This is more typical of what you would get if someone walked in with a drive, 
or you copied media across your network. So in this case, you downloaded the media for this video and extracted it to a new location. This will obviously not match the original edit on my machine, so the file paths in the XML will be incorrect. This will need to be fixed to relink the media to the conform. To get started, navigate to the location of the XML file. Remember to enable the Mat Container Creation under the Clip Options header. Now switch over to the AAF and XML Import Options. This is by no means a requirement, but this menu will show you what Smoke will initially do when attempting to build the conform. Under the Media Options header, Smoke will automatically search the original file paths in the XML and it will attempt to link to those files. You saw this earlier with the first conform. It will also create an extra folder in the library for the media used in the conform. The preferred media option is specifically for Avid AAFs and this lets you choose to use the original media or DNxHD intermediates. The default will always be original media. Now if the initial conform cannot find the media at the original file locations, Smoke will perform a relative search around the XML to try find the media. This can be based on a variety of criteria. But the main point is that the media must be either in the same folder or within a nearby folder structure for Smoke to scan. I have purposely moved my media far away from the XML so we can look at the relinking options later in the video. Finally, the XML was created at 1080p in Final Cut Pro 10. If you wanted to change the resolution of the XML to match high resolution media, then click the Resolution from File button. You can now set the desired resolution and the sequence will reformat accordingly. Since this sequence and its media is 1080p, please set the resolution to come from the XML file. So your media is somewhere else and you drag the XML clip into the library. The progress window appears and Smoke starts scanning the original paths and nearby folders. Nothing turns up and an unlinked clip appears in the library. In order to relink the sequence successfully, we need to examine the metadata of the sequence. Switch to the conform area. If the sequence is not open, drag it to the Timeline tabs to open it as a sequence. Once the clip is open as a sequence, the event list will populate with all the entries. Obviously nothing is linked because the media is not in the original location according to the XML. So there are now two ways to locate your media. The first method, which was in previous versions of Smoke, was to click the Set Search Location button. You can then navigate to the location of the media and set the root folder as the search destination. When you click Set, a scan is performed in that folder and its subfolders. If matches are found, they will be pointed out using tick indicators. You can choose to link the match sources if you're happy with the result. As part of the Smoke 2016 Conform workflow, everything when it comes to working on the Conform is undoable. Pressing Command Z multiple times will undo the link as well as the search we initially performed.
Now before I show you a new way to link to your media, I want to take a quick look at the event list. With Smoke 2016, there is a lot more data exposed as you scroll the events list. What is even more useful is that almost every aspect of the metadata is now editable. For example, you can click on the source timecode and when you drag it left or right, you can slip the timecode. Great for fixing any frame offset issues. Remember you can press Command Z to undo any changes. In addition to just changing one entry at a time, you can also make a multi-selection adjustment. For example, using SHIFT, make a multi-event selection. When you make any changes, all the selected entries are affected. Remember to undo the change. This is not just limited to timecode. You can edit the tape name, file name and even file location. So if you know the new location of the media, you can simply edit the file path of all the entries. Scroll the events list until you see the file location column. Select all the entries in the event list. Now click on one of the entries to edit it. Looking at the highlighted text, you will note that most of the file path is the same for every entry. However, the last few folders in the file path are different. An asterisk in the text indicates this. As long as you don't edit or delete the asterisk, you can change the main file path but not disturb the other folders in the folder structure. For example, I placed the conform underscore sources folder at the root of my media drive. So I'll edit the file location to reflect the change. Do the same with your file location. When you press ENTER, Smoke rescans the event list using the new file locations we have provided. Smoke should find a match for each entry. If your media was in multiple locations, you can edit different entries at your convenience. Every time you edit the file location, the event list will automatically rescan the location. Now we are using file name and frame rate to do the conform. But if you need to change the match criteria, you can customize it to other properties. Like tape name and source timecode, for example. Finally, the alternative approach you can perform is to import your media first and then perform a conform. You can right click on the folder containing the media in the library and set it as the conform search location. So there are plenty of flexible options to perform conforming in Smoke. Click Link Match Sources to relink the media to the conformed sequence. The final step in conforming is to check that the sequences line up with the offline edit. If you haven't already done so, please import the offline reference provided with the download. Now switch to the timeline area and change to a single view with option 1. To do an offline versus online comparison, you need a new version track. Click the Version Plus button to add a new version track in the sequence. Ensure the positioner is at the beginning of the sequence. Enable Snap by toggling the N keyboard shortcut. Now drag the offline reference clip 
to just above the second version track. The indicators will tell you that it will append the offline to a new track on version 2. This also means that the offline audio will also be edited to a new stereo track. Now you can toggle the primary indicator between the offline reference and online conform. But for a more interactive experience, you have a few comparison tools in the viewer. Click the Options pull-down menu and choose to show viewing settings. Here you will find the Compare Mode header where you can choose the various comparison modes. For example, set the primary to version track 2 and the secondary to version track 1. Click the pull-down menu and choose the vertical split. So one half of the viewer is the offline and the other is the online. You have a variety of split positions including an angular split. But you could also choose to do a pixel difference between the online and offline. If everything lines up, you should just see a grey screen with any offline markers. Finally, you can choose to use the side-by-side comparison. You can scrub and preview both sets of media to check everything lines up. Any editorial adjustments will automatically reflect in the viewer as expected. Once you are ready to progress with the online edit, you can turn off the comparison modes. You can hide the viewing settings as well as delete the offline version tracks if you want. As mentioned earlier in this video, these conform steps are applicable to AAF files from Avid Media Composer. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Smoke Learning channel for future videos.